The Island Portugal Business Network is comprised of more than 150 member companies based in Portugal and Ireland. These companies are from a wide range of industries and professions and represent in excess of 25,000 people. Um, so, once again, good morning. Uh, thanks for joining us today. I'm going to make a, a bit of a, a leap of an assumption here that you're interested in either moving to Portugal or opening a business here or both. Uh, and we hope to share some useful information um, here today. So Global Citizen Solutions has been helping companies and individuals to settle in different places of the globe for about seven years now. And I think we do that really well because we do it with a global perspective, given that most of us here have actually experienced firsthand either moving to a country or opening a business uh, elsewhere. Um, we are a global migration firm. We've got British DNA, but we were lucky enough to move our headquarters to Lisbon about four years ago. And, and, then, and that seems to be where all the action is when it comes to Europe. So in Portugal, our, our kind of operation is 360 degrees and, and Goldcrest, which is, as I mentioned, uh, is our buyer's agency that supports individual and corporate clients to make savvy decisions. And then the rest of the, the company also embraces and, and supports you know, clients with every other aspect of, of their plans. Um, you may be in a position that you're still flirting over the idea of establishing yourself or investing in Portugal, or you might be already kind of completely knee deep uh, in your plans. Um, it's a little bit hard to tailor a webinar because we don't know exactly who will be uh, listening, but we'll give you here an overview of the areas and key areas and opportunities throughout uh, Portugal. Of course, um, the main goal is to come out of this session with a few one-to-one -one consultations, and then hopefully we can support your plans uh, in a more bespoke manner. And what do we have to say? So. Overall, the kind of macro global economy post-COVID, then the war in Ukraine, inflation as a result of both, I guess, and the hike in interest rates that we are seeing now. The Portuguese market has been still outperforming itself uh, year on year and it continues on an upward trend when it comes to commercial real estate. Um. I'll, I'll just give a bit of a breakdown of, of the, the kind of sectors you see, you've seen on the previous slide. So when it comes to so commercial real estate, um, we are seeing a new record in commercial investment in Portugal, just over 3.4 billion euros. And 80% of that came from international investment. Obviously, this is a huge positive sign uh, of the attractive attractiveness of the market for overseas players. In the first semester of this year, uh, commercial real estate traded up 13% year on year, which is even a greater result if you consider, you know, what is going on in other um, key EU uh, European markets, which are in a bit of a descent trend. Hospitality, uh, obviously, Portugal has always been, it's always 
well known for for its booming uh, tourist sector. Uh, but what we are seeing now is 2022, we had just over 23 million. We also had a meeting with the tourist board the other day uh, in a hotel, and they were saying 2023 is definitely going to be beating at 2022 numbers. But then if you look at the figures of 2022, they're only 10% lower than 2019, which is obviously because of COVID and the numbers we always compare against. And we are already up 131% on 2021. So pretty impressive. Um, and like I said, from the figures that we've seen and we discussed from the tourist board, 2023 uh, will surpass that. Um, obviously, Lisbon keeps the pole position in terms of interest and, and number of visitors and, and circulation at the airport. But Madeira and the north of Portugal are always um, hot destinations, followed by the Alentejo and the whole hype that's going on around Comporta and Melides and all the wine region and the Silver Coast. Another big sector, which I happen to find one of the most interesting uh, ones, is the industrial and logistics. Uh, and the real estate market and for these types of assets are definitely booming. Um, the market's being driven by the growth of e-commerce, which requires obviously a lot of more uh, warehouse space for storage distribution. When I moved here four years ago, you know, Amazon didn't really have a foothold in Portugal. So things would take a lot longer. And you see now the operations are a lot sharper for this is a, one example. Uh, relocation of a lot of manufacturing plants um, and distribution centers are coming to Portugal. There's a good skilled workforce. Um, the tax regime also can be interesting for a lot of the operations and, and, and the overall expansion of, of businesses. So very, very positive. And half is going to give a little bit of information as well within this sector. Um, Office space is another one that's quite surprising considering um, how things are moving and we hear a lot of hybrid work and people working from home. But what we are seeing again in Portugal uh, is actually a take up in, in office space. If you look at it vague, because sometimes they look at the, uh, data for that in a negative not negative way, but it was a kind of ne double negative because they look at the vacancy take up. But anyways, the outlook is really, really good, uh, positive. The, the country is becoming a, a very popular destination um, for tech companies, which is driving the demand for office space. And there's also an, an investment from government agencies here um, to, to kind of boost um, the incoming and the inflow of such companies, which is creating more jobs, attracting more businesses to Portugal, and hence um, this outlook on uh, the office space market. When it comes to retail, um, we are actually also seeing uh, a bit of a, a positive um, positive numbers. So the vacancy rate in Lisbon, for instance, for for retail units fell. That's what I mean about the way they look at the data. 
uh, to 7.8% in 2022 from 92 in 2021, so which means um, there's more take up of uh, retail units. So this is the lowest level of empty units, if you will, since 2019. And, and this recovery seems to be driven by demand from retailers, international retailers, particularly in the, the food and beverage sector. And, and there's, you know, some surprising things. I think they're about to, Zara just took, took up in Lisbon. It's going to be, I think, the biggest, I don't, I want to, I'll say Europe just to be on the safe side, but it's potentially the biggest Zara um, store in the world or, or in Europe. It's going to be a whole block um, in Lisbon, which is a historic historical uh, transaction. And obviously that will also attract other things. Um, and a, another good message for people that are looking to invest in this kind of retail uh, market is that the rents for retail space are also rising, so you get better yields. Obviously, you, you pay more, but the yields are better, the contracts are longer, and with international players. So interesting. And then finally, we're looking, you know, what else? Uh, we talked about some of the obvious um, types of sectors. But there's been more and more movement um, in other areas, other sectors that are growing here quite rapidly. Our international schools, student and, and senior living. There's a lot of uh, European private equity funds that are moving really well within this sphere. Um, another interesting and quite rapidly, you know, fast growing type of investment is in healthcare units mostly on the kind of private care um, uh, scenario, like some more private clinics, you know, integrated um, solutions, uh, which is very interesting. So there's more of also groups moving up in, 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 in the sector. Um, it ends up being obviously fairly obvious considering that, you know, the aging population is on the app. There's a lot of, retirees coming to Portugal, um, the overall quality of life and, you know, competitive prices help. Other industry that's kind of relevant, if you are in the renewable energy or in the energy, energy sector, um, Portugal is also a bit of a trendsetter. We already have over 50% of Portuguese electricity comes from renewable sources which I didn't know that, but it, which is, and then it drives a lot of kind of um, supporting businesses uh, to this industry. And and the other one that's quite uh, obvious and a good opportunity um, is the agri-food sector. So it, Portugal is already a, a, not a big country, small, but on its scale, uh, it, it's, becoming a, a bigger player in the European uh, market for agricultural products. Obviously, we all have seen how the quality of the wine and the, the modernization of wineries, olive oil and things like that in Portugal have improved. Um, and so that creates a lot of opportunities for businesses also in, in kind of peripheral kind, uh, parts of this industry, which is food processing, packaging, and obviously distribution. Um, residential. Again, 
another strong market, as you can see on the figures in the slide. Um, and I'll focus here because Rafael also has quite a lot to cover. But I'll, I'll just make a couple of points on the, what we see or perceive as um, the biggest opportunities when it comes to investment in the, the residential market. Um, I don't know how closely you follow Portuguese news, but we've been through a good six, seven months of discussions around a bill that's called Mais Habitação or More Housing. Um, and it comes in... Uh, to try to, to answer to the crisis, uh, if you will, in affordable housing and rental. So there's two things in this bill, for this the, the context that we're here now, I think that's worth mentioning, which is the increased um, supply of affordable housing. The intent of the government is to put about 100,000 new affordable uh, homes over the next four years. Um, and they are extending some incentives for private investors to build and then rent out the affordable housing. So is it, watch that space. Um, it is worth looking into that. And another thing that is a massive problem or historically has been, and we are hopeful that this bill will address that, is simplifying the licensing processes um, to build new homes. And that will make it easier and faster to construct affordable housing or, or housing full stop. So hopefully this will help reduce the cost and then your capital is not going to be, um, you know, for two years just sitting there. So hopefully this will boost even more uh, a very strong residential um, market as it is. Uh, I will hand you over now to, to my colleague, Rafael. Hafa will kind of refer back to some of the things I talked to you, but he's going to to divide or the or, or kind of connect the dots in terms locations and sectors and 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 what kind is making what's happening in Portugal now. Hafa, hand it to you, and let me know when you if I miss the the changing of the slides. Um, I'm here. <laughs> Uh, yeah, of course. Well, good morning. Good morning to everyone. It's nice, nice to be here. It's, it's the first meeting that I'm attending um, um, as as a member that we are attending as a member. Um, and uh, you know, we're, we're having to, of course, give this this master masterclass, which is a pleasure. It's it's always hard to oh, um, to speak uh, to a multi multi sectoral uh, association. Uh, but I hope that I can give you some insights um, regarding, you know, potential uh, areas of, of Portugal that could be potential for your businesses. Um, so we're going to be covering um, Lisbon, Porto, Algarve, um, which are more obvious areas, let's say, let's, let's put it this way. And then touching in um, areas like Sinish, uh, Braga, uh, Madeira Island, then South Bay of of Lisbon as well. So um, and also the Silver Coast. Okay, so we can go to the next slides. Just a few stats uh, about and, and there's no. Of course, we need always to relate back. I'm a civil engineer and I've been with the with the company for uh, with the group for five years, the past five years, and uh, first uh, worked uh, 
for, for global citizen solution as a you know, business development, work a little bit in the um, buyer's agency side. Um, and, and, and then we, our real estate division grew uh, and we then launched uh, um, a real estate uh, a company called Goldcrest, which uh, um, last year we have helped uh, about uh, investors from 26 uh, different nationalities uh, with, a, with a transaction volume of uh, over 100 million euros in 2022 and, 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 and so far 2023, September, just to another quarter to go. Uh, out of those uh, those transactions, real estate transactions, um, about fifty three percent of uh, were were on residential properties, uh, or you know, the, maybe you know primary residences, second homes, um, um, and also um, and, um, a big part of it was commercial real estate that then have a little bit of office spaces, shops, uh, and also uh, service departments or um, to, to touristic operation um, for, for, for commercial. Um, so next one, I'm going to start then with uh, Lisbon and Porto. Uh, let's say the, the two major, major cities uh, in Portugal that have been experiencing uh, uh, several trends. Um, several times uh, um, carry on maybe uh, sorry uh so yeah several trends uh, regarding um, um various sectors uh, including as 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 the, we I've, I've put that into bullet points so we can break down a little bit more but uh you know tourism uh, professional services retail office spaces residential investment as well so a lot of opportunities uh um just in in, in the first point here that we have tourism and hospitality lisbon and porto uh um, the, the, the number of tourists visiting lisbon in, in 2022 was around almost 3 million people um and in porto almost 2 million uh so of course a very important a very important sector and everything that is there is um um that supports this this sector including you know accommodation restaurants shops uh, and touristic operation touristic, touristic operators and and so on um, so of course a very strong. Um, I come from from Brazil. I always like to compare that. Uh, uh, com coming from Brazil, a huge country uh, has uh, less than one fourth of the tourism of the number of visitors that Portugal had hosts every year or yearly in in a in a year to year basis. So it's a it's a huge tourism uh, tourism industry, and of course all of the businesses that are. Um, around that business is that, that um, um, can be interesting. Um, regarding the professional services, of course, that uh, uh, there's a an influx like the like the uh, where we're the audience that we're speaking to, like the um, the influx of people and companies moving to Portugal. Um, and um, uh, so, of course, the in terms of professional services, uh, both Lisbon and Porto um, have been um, have had an increased demand for um, for businesses in this area, including legal, financial, and consulting services, uh, for to support individuals and businesses um, in, in, in various sectors. 
um, a little bit more in our expertise, retail, retail and office spaces, uh, um, as, as Patricia already have mentioned, um, one of the, the best performing um, sectors um, and, and also carry uh, together with the retail and office spaces, residential real estate, there is a, there is a lack of homes, not only to uh, for for the for the Portuguese residents, which are which are um, making the, the the prices go 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 up, so the rents are of course uh, uh, quite expensive. But there is uh, a very interesting opportunity to a uh, to an area that uh, to, a, to a sector or a specific uh, uh, business that in Portugal is not um, is not big yet, uh, which is buy or or build to rent, right? In 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 Ireland, for example, that's something that there's a huge business is has a huge business in um in the UK overall. Um and there's a huge opportunity uh for companies, uh, especially in Lisbon and Porto for in, in that specific um in that specific area. Um of course there's been uh, some uh, and as Patricia mentioned uh, this this bill is trying to address uh the uh, the mais habitação bill um, trying to address the licensing pro problem, which will then um, um, help to boost uh, this this uh, residential real estate um, sector, which includes the, the buy and build to rent, which in my personal view is one of the one of the uh, um, things that are going to be um, um, boosting in the next few years. So next slides. Um, then the other area will be, well, some of you may know, um, uh, South Bay of Lisbon. It's, it's the district of Setubal. Um, it's uh, it has a strategic location. In fact, you know the area that I live, uh, and and you know it's very close to Lisbon. Has very good accesses, uh, very good transportation, public transportation, trains, boats. Uh, and connected to the sometimes coming by car can be a pain, but uh, uh, why do that? Um, so uh, there, it, it is a it is a, a place. It is an area that is growing um, um, one of the fastest growing areas of the country, and uh, as the residential the number of residents is growing uh, like no no place else, there is diverse opportunities for businesses. Um, right, uh, there is too, too much, uh, too, too many people living in in in, in that district, uh, and there's a still lack of services. Um, so it is a it is a very interesting place, a very interesting area of the country to look after, in terms of you know all of the services and also residential real estate uh, developing uh, in, in that area. Uh, there is uh, also a good agriculture um, uh, scene. Um, in 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 that area, um, so we, you know there's a there's a, a high skilled um, uh, population, uh, and also in terms of logistics, uh, access to raw materials as well um, makes a interesting place to um, for for the agricultural business, um, and also manufacturing as well. Um, uh, that 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 uh, part of the uh, uh, that region of the country is quite quite interesting um then the algarve um uh, it, it, it would be nice if i if, if you guys could uh, chat uh, right in the chat where you are um connecting from uh maybe just you know where you are based and 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 
your your the business that uh, that your your sector uh, it would be nice so we can we can dynamize a little bit the the, the presentation uh, but the algorithm um, um, first point of course would would be the the, the, the tourism related businesses right? there were almost five million tourists um, in the algorithm in twenty twenty two. So it's a huge, it's a strong, very strong tourism industry. Uh, so every business related to that area, uh, or, um, including hotels, restaurants, bars, shops, uh, uh, as as travel agencies and everything related to that will be, a, 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 could be a good bet. Um, the number of residents of the Algarve when compared to the number of visitors is, is um, uh, um, um, about 10% uh, uh, of that, which is, about 500,000 um, um, residents. Uh, it's been growing slowly, but uh, uh, the cities are becoming, of course, more prepared for that. There is a there is an incentive, an, ap an appetite for the technology industry uh, with you know quite a few new uh, co-working space. There's our tech hub trying to um, attract digital nomads. Um, um, I always like to bring, you know, Portugal's being a, a crypto-friendly uh, country, um, attracting as well businesses in that in that area. Um, um, so it's 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 always interesting to wherever, right? I mean, I didn't mention that in Lisbon and Porto because this is the Lisbon and Porto the startup the startup scene and and, and the tech scene is, is is the strongest in the country so quite obvious in that in that uh, that regard but the algorithm is becoming more and more attractive uh, for for digital nomads and, and tech businesses um of course the lifestyle of the algorithm we're here we're hearing a friend here uh one of the members saying right it's a it's 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 a totally different lifestyle so it attracts a lot of um tech companies um regarding the real uh, another topic here would be real estate development and, and services related to the real estate real estate agencies real estate property management companies um, um are also a very interesting backed that's something that we can help you assist you directly with it our team um in terms of agriculture it, it is mild cli climate and, and fertile soil it makes it one of the best places to uh, uh, to grow um, um, to um, to have an agricultural businesses, um, and there's a uh, I think currently thirteen uh, international schools, uh, Patricia, in, in in or uh, it's been growing more and more. So the education um, sector is um, is growing um, year to year. Um, so all of the services, of course, related to that could be a good bet. Um, then I'm bringing also the island of Madeira, um, which is a place that uh, offers uh, um, low corporate tax rates and some tax incentives. Um, if, uh, of course, that the business needs to comply with a few requirements, but the, the, the International Business Center of Madeira um, for certain businesses um, uh, have, we can then break down a little bit on that, have a a very attractive reduced corporate tax of five percent, um, which is uh, first one. It, it's if it's a normal business um, that doesn't require it, it's already less than the continent. Um, but um, um, it is a very interesting place to set um, to, to to set up your your business there. Uh, there's also tax incentives for and tax breaks for research and development uh, and, and tax exemption for export uh, profits, for example. 
um, the location it's, it's quite uh, strategic uh, covering the the, the uh, uh, you know, three different continents Europe very close to very close to Africa as well and to the Americas so you know anything related to importing exporting um, uh, will, will definitely be uh, be a good fit um, in terms of tourism as well Madeira has impressive uh, almost two million tourists in 2022 um, um, oh nice I see here people based in the Algarve, Lola, uh, then Lydia in Lisbon, we're in Lisbon, Sintra in Alcácer. Okay, that's nice. That's a nice mix. Uh, digital marketing agency. Nice. All right. Uh, um, so I was just talking about the tourism in Madeira. Almost 2 million um, tourists in 2022. Same number, or close number to, to Porto. Um, and of course, uh, again, uh, we cannot run from the tourism sector in Portugal, uh, and, and, and Madeira is, is even more special for that. Um, technology as well. Uh, in Madeira, we had the, the, the world's first digital nomad village, uh, which attracts uh, also because of the lifestyle and the tax incentives, attracts a lot of tech uh, companies. Um, so definitely a place to check out um, to establish uh, a business there and also good business opportunities in Madeira. Um, next one will be Sinish. Uh, I have here another comment of Paul. Companies, Irish Railroad, Sports Portugal, have home in Silver Coast, hoping to build connections with Silver Coast throughout Portugal. Nice. All right. Um, so Sinish is not a, a place that is you know uh, well known, but it's it's a, um, located in the costa in, in the southwest of, of, of Portugal, right? In the Costa Vicentina, um, in the Alentejo, Alentejo coast. Uh, well, it's actually still the Setubo coast, almost Alentejo coast, uh, but uh, but in the, in the tip in there. Um, it's, you know, it's 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 um, strategic. Uh, placed um ideal for for businesses that trade with, with other countries as it says there it's very well connected with the rest of europe there's a um one of the most important ports uh, of portugal and one of the most modern as well which has been uh, expanding uh, um, in terms of uh, um, number of uh, volume of of, of ships of, of uh, um, car there so it's a um a place to look at. It's been a crucial hub for for international trade. Uh, continues to evolve. There is a, a huge investment in data center and and, and renewable uh, energy. Um, in that, uh, I, I've mentioned there in the in the slides the, the Stat Campus, um, which is bringing one of the biggest uh, data centers in Europe and everything in the surrounding is evolving. So there is huge appetite for. Renewable energy businesses, um, so solar panels, wind, 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 uh, uh, as well, wind farms. Um, so it's a you know in terms of logistics and, and distribution centers, also place very interesting to invest. Um, so it is one of the one of the biggest bets, one of the biggest bets, uh, you know, to what it is and what what it will be in the future. Um, what else? So then I have Braga. Um, 
Oh, just one, of course, one kind of obvious um, thing that is more recent uh, after after the war in U Ukraine, the LNG terminal um, is becoming more and more important. So there's a plan to to uh, um, bring uh, oil, uh, uh, to, to bring gas from from Silvish and distribute to Spain and France. Um, so that's gonna become um, more and more important. Um, next place would be Braga, uh, also in terms of uh, location, crossroads of uh, several major transport routes, very easy access to Spain. Um, in terms of tourism, over 1 million visitors uh, each year. So business related to that sector as well. Um, very, uh, very good bet. Um, also in terms of technology and innovation, um, it's worth mentioning here the uh, the two incentives, which are local incentives from the government, the local government, which is Startup, Startup, Startup Braga and Invest Braga. I don't know how many of you have heard of it, uh, but um, it's a it's been a huge success bringing investment in companies to the country. It was uh, Braga was ranked uh, um, in, by the Financial Times one of the well, actually this time it was before it was considered the fifth um, um, city of the future. Um, and to attract foreign investment, and and this year uh, it was ranked as the as the the the, uh, the lead, the first um, the first place, and of course that specific category of uh, cities lower than two hundred thousand uh, residents. Uh, of course, it's not comparing to all cities, and the second just by curiosity by comparison, the second place was Wolverhampton in in, in the UK. Um, so there's a you know high high highly educated workforce. More than fifty percent are um, um, of fifty percent of, of their professionals have a, 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 a master. Um, are, uh, sorry, are graduated. So in the university, there's a university of Minho, which is uh, quite uh, quite big and very well known, and also good important uh, sec important. Um, Place in the country for manufacturing, um, um, food and beverage, food and beverage, and other sectors as well. Um, so, last place I wanted to talk to you with was the Silver Coast. So we have here, um, I think one uh, one of the members that are located there. Um, Silver Coast, um, again, in terms of tourism, uh, had uh, almost uh, was. 2.6 million tourists uh, in the whole region in 2022. Um, you know, it's uh, comparing to Lisbon um, and, and and other capital and, and for and other major cities like Porto. You know, it's more affordable cost of living, so attracts uh, companies to, to establish there and also to to live in that region. Um, and 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 so there are, and also there are some cities that are very well known like Nazaré or um, um say that but they've been growing a lot in the surf tourism as well as attracted uh, more and more attention from the world being Edisada one of the, the few wood reserves in wood, wood surf reserves in the in the world but there are other areas uh, that are not very well known like Aveiro, uh, Figueira de Forge uh, uh, that have you know equal good connection by train by 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 roads um, and and a lot to offer in terms of municipal incentives to establish business there. Um, also a very good 
um, a very good, uh, um, very important manufacturing um, and logistics uh, uh, park uh, in the country. Um, so I'm standing myself too much, uh, and those those were, those were the the areas that I wanted to uh, to highlight and maybe you know open for comments and and to exchange information. Um, and I'm gonna hand back to Patricia so she can uh, give you a, a final word and how we can assist you um, on my side um, as my team deal with the. In, uh, real estate um, uh, assistance um, for, for for investors, and we're at hand and here help um, uh, ready to to help you if if needed. Tricia, over to you. Hi there. Thanks for hanging there. We uh, we were aiming to speak for half an hour, but I can see now they were like on right. just short of forty five minutes. Uh, but there's a lot to cover, um, and we're very passionate about Portugal very invested in the market uh, actually personally uh, firm believer and see a lot of potentials that's why we get carried away um, in terms of again uh, whatever your plan is if you need help bringing people over to work in Portugal we can help with a strategy with the different types of visas available I know a lot of you are European but if you're looking to to bring over talent from uh, uh, I don't know Latin America South America or or elsewhere we can help um, if you're looking you know to, to to set a shop here not quite sure what where's the best area or biggest opportunities again always help to at least have an initial chat and 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 then hopefully work together um we use a lot of data we, we have a multi-skilled um team um they have really good grasp of the market here but very uh clued into what's going on elsewhere in the world so yeah please reach out or either through our node and he can make direct introductions or, or on our website. Um, I think you also should have my, con my contact details through the network. This has been a production of the IPBN in partnership with Pinkroom. For more information, visit us online at island-portugal.com and on LinkedIn at Island Portugal Business Network. For more IPBN podcasts, find us on Spotify or visit our website for the full list of episodes.